Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. Miranda, the fog-shrouded moon of Uranus in the heart of the Jovian Lunar Commonwealth. A strange and enigmatic planetoid where it is said the machinations of the Commonwealth's war machine are brought to life. Since the outset of the First Jovian War, it has been rumored and propagandized within the Rectified Solar Union that Miranda was home to the Jovian military's intelligence and scientific initiatives. The stories of cloak and dagger operations and horrific experiments taking place on the Mirandan surface prevailed well beyond the war, even among the gentry. Regrettably, this has made the true intentions of the Commonwealth on Miranda almost as unknowable as the surface of the moon itself, though House Kennet and their gentry bannermen would have it no other way. Welcome to Play by Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes. Bonjour, fellow princesses. Good God, he's been doing this all day. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Higgins. Hey guys, I'm a little sick, but I'm, I'm gonna get through it. We're good. That was a relatively normal introduction compared to... <laughs> Thank yeah, you for that. I can't muster the energy for the AO. I, I'm well, going to save it for the character. Well, bless okay. you for being in the moral center for like five seconds. Yeah. 
and Max Go. Big props to my tops. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be the show. <laughs> Welcome to Play My Podcast Sleepy Edition. Today's theme today is kinks. Welcome to Sleep No More, No Less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for context, everyone, we're recording this at 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. So it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely little morning show. Yeah, <laughs> zoo crew energy, real punchy yeah. energy in this. To be to be fair, it is a nice change because sometimes when we record it in the late afternoon, that's when I usually like slump naturally, and so sometimes mm. it's sometimes it's good to like you know it's it's good to like a flower it. turning toward the sun. Yeah, you know, how, like at, at some point in the day, there's always going to be about ten minutes where you kind of go limp for a little bit, and sometimes oh yeah. Like it's either three you know or the ten, five or ten seven. minutes where you just like lose physical control. Of no, I don't mean that. <laughs> when you feel kind of, I don't mean that literally, but like when you feel kind of sleepy for a little yeah. bit, and then you kind of get it back again, just for like ten minutes. You know the ten minutes where you're possessed by an otherworldly creature and have no control over your physical demon. functions. I've been there. Uh huh. Well, last episode, something happened. You all ran afoul of some. Less than savory characters out in the Jovian Commonwealth. You were forcibly stopped on your way to the Sharon Freeholds around a ship graveyard just outside of, I believe it was Ganymede, by a band of pirates. Space pirates. Hell yeah. And, it's not uh, good sci-fi if there aren't space pirates. See, I knew, I, I'm tapping my head twice. Uh-huh. These are things you have to know. But uh, you dispatched them pretty severely when Scarlet hacked one of the ships in their formation and caused it to crash into the others, mm-hmm. which is pretty smart thinking. Hey. We went pretty severe because they were not going to be nice to us. And uh, then you quickly jumped, uh, making a wild jump with your boot drive, and you landed miraculously on uh, just outside of Miranda, the moon of Uranus. Dope. And I, I just want to <laughs> talk about how actually wild that is. How wild is it? Because, I mean, consider the, the the positioning of the solar system. I suppose, yeah. Kids, get out, kids get out your uh, solar you, system maps. You, you skipped Saturn entirely. Yeah. You Fuck went Saturn, from, man. <laughs> Beatty went from Jupiter to Uranus in, like... Five seconds, which should not be physically possible with a boot drive. We out here breaking the laws of physics. You literally broke physics, and now you are here. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Play by Podcast. We know astrology. Astronomy. <laughs> oh shit! Fuck <laughs> off! Get his ass. I'll put your radius in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fucking hell. So, so just first off, BD, I want to congratulate you for that amazing feat. <laughs> Shout out. I couldn't uh, peace out to my homies. And, and just to sort of, you. just to keep the good vibes going for a minute, uh, I want to talk about e- each of your uh, advancements, and I want to give you guys out some XP for the last couple episodes worth of stuff. So, Scarlet, what is your what are your advancements? Because I feel like you've done them a lot. Uh, I believe my advancements were a system security is breached. So, how many? Sis- so, let's see. You two. did that the missiles and that ship. So that's yeah, two. that's just two. That's two so far. So take two XP. Hell yeah. Just the two. We're not getting crazy yet. Uh, I don't remember any memorable failures you've had thus far. Because you've been rolling surprisingly well. Yeah, go yeah, figure. You've, you've been the, the, yeah, the breadwinner of the Because I've been podcast. rolling like shit. I have not literally... Yeah. I don't think I've had a good roll all season. I'm not even These kidding. hacks saving lives. 
God. Uh-huh. And uh, BD, you definitely had a failure on the first episode when you got your arm Ooh, torn yeah. off by gunfire. So uh-huh. take an XP for that. I also bad at lying. <laughs> mm. That too happened. Yes, that did happen last episode. You did fail to lie to Vance. I'm not programmed for that. So another XP for you. Uh, um, my advancement is a new culture is experienced. Have we experienced any new cultures? I don't think not that just yet. Met pirates before. <laughs> that that I guess that is true. Uh, take one for the pirates. Okay, <laughs> take one for them. <laughs> and uh, Otto, yes. What's your advancement? It looks like an alien wilderness is traversed. Is that is that? That is yeah, yes. That makes sense. So have have we traversed any alien wildernesses? Recent? Um, unless he's never been to Mars, which doesn't seem likely as a Terran. But right, no, I I'd been there. I guess not to scavenge for this specific thing, probably. But the thing is, I will say he is from Earth originally, so I would potentially count Mars as alien. That's fair. I'll I'll give mm-hmm. you I'll it's a I'll give you the gimme, and you've had a lot of things go poorly. Uh, in the most recent episode, you did have a social interaction go badly during your cramped quarters role, so take an XP for that. I wish I was given XP whenever I fuck up social interactions. So so, <laughs> add, <laughs> same. so add one XP. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you've got two coming to you. Two XP. Because like yeah, like you were saying, he probably hasn't actually had any time to like scientifically research Mars's soil before. Right. So. Mm-hmm. At least not for well, because this technology I'm looking for is somewhat um, you know, and, it's new uh, to me. Depending on what happens in the next few rolls, you might end up on another alien uh, world. Mm-hmm. So get ready to potentially mark a third XP. Nice. So now we'll get in into the nitty gritty of it. Let's. So something I realized about the wild jump, uh, you made a wild jump roll and you got a partial success. Yeah. Uh, and there was talk on the partial success uh, descriptor about potential side effects being fairly pronounced. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I remember you you jump into Miranda. You are in Mirandan space, and you have just enough time to register that you are indeed there before all hell breaks loose. <laughs> BD, you are unaffected by this because you are not an organic. Yeah. But uh, all around you in the on the bridge, uh, people begin to like grip their heads and scream about a searing knife-like pain in their in their brains. Oops! I can <laughs> fucking relate to that right now. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, some Yang. of them uh, just flat out go unconscious in their seats or where they're standing. They just crumple into a heap. Jeez. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ambrose looks over at you, BD, and he starts to weakly raise like a, a thumb watching all this happen. And then he his eyes go wide and he brings his hand up to his face and he just he doubles over and pukes onto the floor through his hand. Ugh. And people are just like stumbling around, falling down. Uh, people are <laughs> complaining about like someone is screaming that they've lost the ability to see. And there oh, are people God. just like speaking in tongues. It is like... All liter- it is like uh, Shit's you went fucked. <laughs> you know, you know the the tapes they find on the event horizon. It's like that. Oh. My eyes, <laughs> liberate me. <laughs> there's, there's just like three or four guys running around the cabin, just literally just lolling their tongues around 
and trying to scream. Oh my god. It is horrifying. How long would I know how long this kind of jump sickness would last? Uh, potentially about a minute. Uh, okay. So for the next 60 seconds and uh hang tight everybody. <laughs> Scarlet in the cargo bay, it is worse because there are way too many people packed in here like sardines in a can. And this this jump sickness is so like violently bad that it is triggering people's fight or flight response. What oh, the God. fuck? There there are people like just throwing fists or running and like trying to hide. Jesus Christ! Uh, how does this jump sickness manifest in you, Otto, and Scarlet? What happens to the two of you? Oh, I just straight up vomited on the floor. Okay, that's that's. I've just been vomiting the whole time. Yeah, you I... just start puking and like like cherries just doubled over on the ground, dry heaving. It's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, so I'd have the spins for sure, and like. Okay, so you've got the spins. Yeah, big time. Anything weirder or worse? Sense of balance completely gone. I'd yeah, imagine like, I think just like you know when you spin and round in circles with a oh bat God, and then you have to just run. Just like that, but oh man, that sucks. Like I think it's one of those things where you've got to just lie down on the floor because any yeah. because you know that's the only way you can like not be off balance is just to be right. like can I can I like get on the can I like get on the calm link and then serve and tell him the situation down here? Uh, yes, I, I turn him on. Yes. There's Guys! Like scre- screaming and cacophony in the background of his comlink. Uh, first, I definitely shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Second, we got a like a riot here. I can't control it. Everyone, someone punched a kid. It's not someone good. tackles Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, just I'm- kids are punching kids. Out, I get tackled. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. This is unfortunately an effect possible in wild jumps. It should fade soon. Uh, BD, during the minute of chaos, uh, you have something to contend with as well. BD, well, you know what? Actually, let's let's take this one metal layer above. I want to talk to Max. Hey, what's up? Hey, Max. Uh, just just imagine for me for a moment. <laughs> Closing my eyes, fingers to temples. So, so how buck wild it would get if like a 747 just spontaneously appeared in, on a busy jetway uh, and also that jetway was Area 51. Holy! Bad, huh? So let's just, and then now let's move back down to the, the player lair. Uh, you have just appeared in space in a very highly trafficked zone. Unannounced at Miranda, the planet that is enshrouded in fog. We really fucked up. The Jovian equivalent of, like, the Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For one thing, Tower is very displeased with you. For the other thing, you were about to be crashed into by several ships. Please, what are you going to do? Evasive maneuvers, please. (laughs) What are you going to do? Evasive um, maneuvers. I'm going to use the fact that I'm an inorganic and enjoy the fact that I have all my facilities and, uh, you know, do whatever evasive maneuvers it takes to not crash into anybody else. <laughs> it's partially worrying about not crashing into anybody else and also worrying about nobody crashing into you. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get the fuck out of the way, basically. Right. 
All right. Yeah. So we'll say this is face adversity plus. So you're just doing your evasive maneuvers. Probably metal. Okay, I can do that. Uh, also, uh, Scarlet and and Otto take the uh, level one injury, warp sickness. All right. So I just barely pass with the seven. Okay, that's a partial success. Uh, the danger is overcome, but at a price. I will offer you a cost or a hard choice. Mm-hmm. I know what you want to offer. I have some ideas. Beady? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you manage to maneuver away from the ship that is just about to careen into you. I sense a butt. Or... Or... The ship is immediately surrounded by Jovian forces. So the first one insinuates that I've dodged one, but, you know, mm-hmm. who knows what else is happening. Um, right. hmm. I'm going to, you know, stick to the fucking prime directive here and prioritize the safety of everyone on board and okay. say I'll, I'll stick with the military. We'll, we'll have a convo. <laughs> So you we'll basically parlay. you dodge the oncoming traffic into a Jovian dragnet, well. and you are immediately surrounded by a number of very small like uh, transport craft and a few anchors who seem to be outfitted for space flight. Cool beads. Less cool for us, but cool, <laughs> cool anchors. Like it, it's that <laughs> shot of like the an- like the anchor very close, like just buzzing the tower of the vehement. Mm-hmm. It's. Domed sensor arrays scanning the bridge, and then your like comms are forced open, and there is a very official voice on the other end of the line. All crew of the Mahemet, what the hell do you think you're doing? You just violated Mirandan space. I am well aware, and I would like to apologize. You got no clear. Who am I speaking to? Um, my name is Beatty. Well, Beatty, I hope you enjoyed cramped spaces. You'll be spending the next few hours in one if you're lucky, and the next few years in one if you're not. No more crab spaces! I would like to explain myself and my crew. You hear, like, the sound of someone leaning back in a leather chair? <laughs> <laughs> Please, elucidate. We were assaulted by pirate forces in airspace outside of Ganymede in a... Evasive maneuver. I managed to make a wild jump, somehow ending up here. It was not my intention to violate airspace or cause any disruption. I simply was prioritizing the well-being of my passengers, of which we have many. How many aboard? We're all in a bit of a state. If you wouldn't mind just this once being lenient, please. Who is this? Otto von Furstenberg. Of Earth. Uh, the line goes dead for a second. Did you just say of Earth? Yes. Bruh. Bad <laughs> idea, fam. I'm putting my Dude. head in my hands. Dude! <laughs> you <laughs> fucked us! <laughs> Liam, thank you for that. That was great. Oh, sorry. <gasps> uh, the line goes dead for a moment, and then the ships begin to inch closer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Just so you know, he is not no longer affiliated with the Terran von Furstenbergs. Yes, no, no. I, we, sir, 
do you have a quarrel with them? Because you needn't have a quarrel with me. I have no... The line's been dead for the last couple minutes. Pick up the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you we mean no threat. We are simply carrying passengers who wish for safe transit. Oh, bollocks. Then none of them are from Earth. You get another uh, like lower level communication from one of the smaller ships, and you can tell this this is a different uh, different troop. This is a different person, mm-hmm. and like as if they're speaking through like some sort of very intense rig, like they're wearing a real like a like a spacesuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, navigators of Ahenet, please prepare the ship for boarding. We do not seek trouble with you, but if there is trouble, we will deal with it. Then don't board our ship. I can assure you there will not be trouble. However, I must warn you that there is very little space aboard our ship as we are over capacity at the moment. You will likely not be able to fit an entire mech, but have no fear we are unable to maneuver our own mechs in the space as well. Wait one. And the ships begin to back away. Make your way to the docking area. No funny business. Affirmative. And then I do that. The passengers will disembark. Leave the crew inside. I do not mean to assume hostility, but can I be assured of the safety of my passengers? There's no answer. (laughs) All right. New phone, Um, who dis? They slowly make a lane for you to dock with the Mirandan jump station. Okay. I'm going to... You know, roll the dice and say that as far as I know, probably of the Jovian military is that they're kind of like aggressive shitheads, but they're not necessarily just going to slaughter a whole bunch of civilians, even if they are Terran civilians. Don't. So I'm I'm going to take the risk here. They're going to antagonize the fuck out of them. Oh, I, yeah, I'll Terrans? take an- antagonization over um, murder. <laughs> so I mean... One is worse, but I don't think you want to get in. I don't think they want to get antagonized either. They've been through some hell. Yeah, BD BD is calculating the the. They're smart enough not to cause like an intergalactic incident. Yeah, there we go. Like BD's calculated down a bunch of what has the best odds, and even though they're not great, these are still better. Yeah, they're 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 militaristic. They're not stupid. Yeah, um, I would like to, you know send a message over the comms to inform everyone what's going on and to okay. not panic. Right. We're we're past the uh jump sickness, right? Everyone's very groggy, but yes, other than that, uh like Scarlet in the cargo bay, uh people are starting to pick themselves up. You you see uh Weldon Wolt, the the sort of erstwhile leader of uh the Sidonians. He's like sweating like his body was very briefly at like 110 degrees. Was that the guy I was talking to before? Was that the one I got into a quarrel with? Weldon is the guy who you were talking to at the door on Sidonia. Oh, okay. oh, him. And yeah. he's actually being like helped along by the man who you got into that altercation with. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna. All right, whose name is Tower Linwood? Good. Nice. All right, now that I got a fresh pair of pants, everyone good? Tower brings uh, Weldon over to you. Weldon, like, breathing heavily, still very sweaty. Uh, we're fine. It's, uh... Whew, that was a thing. What's going on? Uh, we're, we're landing? Um... 
landing's a strong word. BD, what the fuck's going on? Attention. Attention all passengers and crew. We have Wild jumped into Mirandan airspace as a way to evade the pirates. And unfortunately, we have been intercepted by the Jovian military. They are not a threat, so long as we are not a threat. We are going to disembark all passengers onto the station, which luckily means less cramped quarters. All crew must remain aboard. Uh, Okay, cool. Thanks. Fuck! And after a few tense moments being led along by the uh, Jovian ships to the docking area, you make contact, uh, seal up the entranceway, and disembark the Sidonians. And the scene in the jump station is like, again, imagine if an airplane led out into an airport (laughs) and everyone on the airplane was treated like a criminal. Hmm. So the, the Sidonians are met with heavily armed Jovian troopers. So, best case scenario, I don't want the... I already have, like, my, like, jumpsuit on, and I have gloves if I need them. Right. But, like, I'm trying to think of a way that I could potentially conceal my face so that they don't realize that I am one of their (laughs) test dummy droids. Well, they do have... uh, Your suits do have helmets, you just don't normally wear yours because you don't actually need it. Okay. I'm but now would I'm be going... the time. Put on your I'm helmet. I'm going full Mysterio on this shit. <laughs> Take your protein pills. Put your helmet on. Don't get mm-hmm. caught by the Jovian military. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Major Tom. <laughs> uh, does anybody see the Sidonians off? Um, not me. <laughs> I'll do it. Sure. All right. So, Scarlett, you are the one who gets to see the Sidonians marched out into just an airport like like gate like you they mm-hmm. have like all the little like the rows of seats and like little tv screens with a uh, connection to the sector net and they are being marched out by men with machine guns and heavy armor at least they're no longer being shot at by men with machine guns and heavy armor that's that cool that is true that's fair i just don't like army. no it sucks <laughs> i don't like military or cops you were definitely <laughs> hearing the word uh Terran and Earther slung about very, very liberally, even though these people are from Mars. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't like military or cops. <laughs> Nobody like yeah, no, these are abs- these are the copiest cops. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> cops. So I'm kinda so I'm just kind of giving side glances at the military. One of them uh who is guarding the entrance port sees you looking. What's your problem, Duster? I'm sorry, I, I'm getting out of character. I had to take a moment to process that one. <laughs> I had to literally process that one, like, literally... I love me some sci-fi slang. I was to say, literally me in character and out of character was like, the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> I didn't... I have never said the Jovians are good people. He called me a Martian. Which he ain't wrong. I mean, he ain't wrong, but I prefer not to be called a duster. Okay, listen here. I'm a Martian. I learned a lot to earn that fucking name. Learn it or, I, or get shot at. I don't even care if you're a cop. I'll do it. Are you threatening me? Possibly. Do you not know what a threat is? Because if that's the case, you probably need to go back to school. He brings the rifle around. I'm going to need you to be very clear on whether or not you were threatening me, citizen. I'm going to need you to be very clear you know what a threat is. How about this? 
I'm not threatening you for the safety of these people here because I don't want to cause a scene. How does that make you feel? This Jovian's commanding officer comes over, puts a hand on his shoulder, and drag. It starts like pushing him back toward the line of civilians. Sir, I'm going to need you to get back on the ship. Oh, by all means, I was. Uh, don't worry, I was going to get back on the ship. Uh, tell little Timmy here that he needs to get his ass back in school, though. Geez, Starsky, what'd you say to this guy? He like bristles and heads back over the line. I just walk back on the ship. <laughs> and nobody died today. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was handled pretty well. <laughs> listen, Somebody it was like, a listen, this was a character development moment, f- moment for Scarlet. He didn't kill anything. <laughs> he was close. He, he threatened, didn't. but he didn't kill. Mm-hmm. No weapon was drawn. After you get back onto the ship, you are followed shortly thereafter by a smaller group of Jovians in more like dress uniforms with sidearms who uh, storm the ship fairly cordially. Like very, like, etiquette-wise? Like, there's... Like, elite? There's tact. There's uh, respect due paid. So not really, like, military... Oh, no, these are military. These are just... Slightly less shitty. <laughs> I'm making like shifty eyes. These are military. Ah, uh, uh, I can see the shifty eyes where I'm sitting, and it's not good. You know, these are like uh, very, very well put together. High, t- all high top fades. The same haircut on all of them, regardless of uh, uh, gender. we're dealing with the Rangers, and they're all in like their dress uniforms, holding like pistols, and they come on board. They all have to dodge all the puddles of vomit on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are noticeably squicked out by all of the vomit yeah. and blood. In my, in my defense, I'm sorry about that vomit. You know how, you know how crazy jumps can be. Yeah, I'll clean that up later. Now, th- what is a, you know, maybe I should leave this up to my superior to ask, but I am curious. Uh, what is a mercenary vessel? What are a bunch of freelancers doing with a bunch of Martian citizens? Uh, it's, well, it's not really a long story, but it's a long story. We're, we're trying to do the best we can. She steps forward and offers you her hand. I am a Sheol Bell. Bell? Bell. Michael added again with the bell names. <laughs> I'm with Jovian Intelligence. How many of your crew are there? How many of their crew are there, Michael? <laughs> about a few. About a few. Fifteen. Okay. Around f- like fifteen of us. It's a pretty scant crew for a ship of this size. Impressed you made it this far. Yeah, we got quite the pilot. Hmm. Be happy to meet this pilot. All right. I'm sure they're happy to meet you too. You just stay put and we will fan out and uh, collect everyone else. You do that. I'm gonna... You look like you need the rest. Yeah, I'm gonna clean up this mess and also, also tell your uh, tell one of your boys that he. Uh, the sergeant informed me of Mister Starsky's outburst. I apologize. <laughs> Pause. His name's Starsky. Yeah. Where the fuck is Hutch, baby? <laughs> I was about to say that. Theoretically, the sergeant could be named Hutch. <laughs> His name's Starsky. Oh yeah, he definitely needs school. Mister Starsky will be reprimanded in due course. We apologize for the inconvenience. Uh, it's fine. I mean, I'm not offended. He shouldn't have said that. The leathernecks around here have no tact, no, no manners. 
Oh, I'm glad there's someone here who does. It's a nice change of pace. No reason to be so incordial to someone who hasn't caused us any injury as of yet. Don't really plan on it. And the whole time you're talking to Sheol, uh, there are just other uh, members of the Jovian intelligence m- moving throughout the ship. Uh, BD, you are... There are about three of these uh, intelligence officers at the doorway of the bridge waiting for everyone to stand and make their way out. Sure. We do that. Well, I do that. I can't can't speak for the other ones, but I'm assuming... I will say, BD, roll me face adversity uh, plus your metal because you are trying to incognito the fact that you are a robot. Yeah. Thank you for not saying influence because I would have been fucked. Ooh-wee. This is not diplomacy. Uh, I am exactly at the threshold again. I'm at seven. Ooh. Okay. I'm really good this is at not diplomacy. This today. is a lie. Uh-huh. And uh, everyone on the bridge crew stands up, raises their hands. Uh, you follow suit, Beatty. But you notice that uh, one of the officers is sort of eyeing you suspiciously. I do kind of look like a weirdo with my fucking helmet on on the bridge. Why isn't that one taking his helmet off? I am afraid that I have respiratory issues that require me to wear a helmet. My apologies. Stay the hell away from me with that. (laughs) The Jovian military is just oddly... It's like you got heels on one side, then you got polite heels on the other. It's it's just heels and tweeners. Yeah, it's just heels and tweeners. It's a weird mix. These are wrestling terms. Uh-huh. But, uh, they lead all of you off of the bridge down into this sort of common area where you found Scarlet standing just outside of like the entry port. You can see just outside in the uh, jump station proper, they are getting all of the... They're getting like depositions from all of the uh, Sidonians and checking like their records. Mm-hmm. Otto. Yes. There are seven people... Standing outside of your lab with guns and very well-pressed uniforms, very spit-shined boots, and... For the military opposite of what your family has been repping. (laughs) Just the most pristine possible front you could push, and they are outside of your laboratory in force, and one of them is knocking on your door. How many of them are you? Lord von Furstenberg, yes. on behalf of the Jovian Lunar Commonwealth, I'm afraid we're going to have to bring you in for questioning, sir. Why? <laughs> You're a foreign national on Jovian soil. I'm not on the soil, I'm in a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not make this more difficult than it has to be, Lord von Furstenberg. I'm afraid you don't know what you're meddling with, my dear. What? Also, he's not a lord anymore, actually. They wouldn't know that. They're jovial. That's true. Yes. Can I just make something really clear? If you have a problem with the von Furstenbergs, you needn't have a problem with me. I have, I have many issues with them. I don't like them either. Sir, it is not the von Furstenbergs themselves we have a problem with. It is the system upon which they stand. Well, I have an issue with that, too. Otto, open the door. Can we hear this conversation over the comms? No, they're in it now. They're just at the door. This, <laughs> this is, is just private. a regular-ass combo. Listen, we, we want to do this cordially, Mr. Von Furstenberg. Will you be confiscating my experiments and my supplies? Only if they pose an imminent threat to the Jovian Commonwealth. 
Do they pose an imminent threat to the Jovian Commonwealth, sir? Uh, have you all discovered Francium yet, or is that you've discovered? Actually, no, that's an old world element. Never mind. Um, let me look through my test tubes here. Have you? <laughs> oh my God, Lord von Furstenberg, please, if if I tell my men to back off, will you allow me inside? Just me. You alone may come in. No one else. I appreciate your vote of confidence, Lord von Furstenberg. If someone else tries to infiltrate at the same time, I have various gases which I shall not hesitate to deploy. That is understood, sir. I'm sorry my voice sounds rather thin. I still have the spins from when we went abseiling across the galaxy. (laughs) And you guys are worried about me causing a fucking riot? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) So, Otto, do you let him in? Yes. Uh, The man who enters into your laboratory is uh, similarly to the other uh, Jovian intelligence, just just to the nines in his best dress blues, pants tucked into his boots, finely pressed outfit. But he's also got a number of like very shiny medals and he's got a pair of epaulets. Christ, you're dressed to the to the hilt, aren't you, old boy? Uh, that's uh how Lord Kennet prefers the gentry in his service to wear things. Do you always do what Lord Kennet tells you? I mean, that is the way of things around here. This is the way. I I'm I'm sorry for the dust up. It's quite alright. My name is Jules Karknet of uh, House Karknet. Hello Jules, I'm Otto von Furstenberg, ex Earth. Since apparently that phrase is so disagreeable. Sir, is there, Jules, is there anything in here that would violate the Jovian Luna Accord or whatever? Can I keep myself? That remains to be seen. I don't believe your fish are going to be a problem. Well, I'd, I'd like you to make that determination now because that greatly affects whether I'm going to follow you out for this room or not. Well, you're not carrying any explosives, are you? I would like you to check and see... I have remote locked the door from the inside, and so neither of us is getting out, unless you don't confiscate my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rather odd gambit, don't you think? No, I don't think so. The doors are blasted. He's a rather odd man. I'm just, it's not a big deal. I just, there's nothing that you would find disagreeable. I'm just, I need you to give me the verbal code, you know, look around. I'm a a peaceful scientist. I don't, I just make a... I'm studying data storage right now, and I have these fish. But, but Lord von Furstenberg, you, you understand how this l- must look, don't you? Yes, but also I've had many a grant snatched from me by marauding scholars and um, opportunistic bursars, and I've just, I absolutely cannot lose this again. And I have to have your word, please. I've just, at my wit's end, I've, I've already... Allowed these people on my ship, which is you know perfectly all right. And then we get here, and I'm not allowed to. It's ridiculous. I'll I'll give it the once over. You don't need to be so hasty. We're not going to treat you like the common folk around here. Well, that's good. I mean, it is a little regressive that you still call them the common folk, but whatever. Um, all right, the, let's let's go. There's you're not going to confiscate anything. I don't mean to. He, he takes a quick once around the, the lab. He's removing a few books where he thinks there might be some sort of secret panel. 
There is no secret panel. He's just a simple scientist. Right. <sighs> all right, Lord von Furstenberg, we're going... I'm not a lord. Please, I'm not a lord. All right? I know you you're are. Used... I'm not In a accordance lord. with the gentry, you are a lord. I don't give Regardless a f- of your position on the fact. I don't give a hoot about the gentry, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. If you go to a restaurant, right, and you order scampi and chips... And then you tell the kitchen you don't want scampi and chips. They don't charge you for the scampi and chips. <laughs> well, uh, Otto. Yes. Most people aren't born with scampi and chips. If we're going to continue using this particular metaphor. Yes, but then no one realizes how evil the chefs were that prepared the scampi and chips. I'm sure the Commandant is going to love this conversation. You would not want to eat food prepared by such awful people, just as you would not want to take the title of such an awful family. You and them should have a big talk about the common folk. I, for one, have found peace and vitality out in the cosmos, and with my experiments, and with my crew. I assure you, Lord von Furstenberg, uh, the people of the Jovian Lunar Commonwealth are quite happy. Mm. But uh, now is not the time to speak on civilian matters. We do have to bring you and the crew of this and he looks around the ship vessel in for a deposition. Don't you say it dismissively like that. This is a fine vessel. Honestly, that's the kindest he could have said it. <laughs> really though, he could have it's said not my, it's else. not. It's not my fault, it's overcapacity. That's, there. we picked some up and then you had to go traipse all over the fucking place. And now, of course, it's run down. You know? It's ridiculous. Can't stand it. Otto, I'm, I'm sure your deposition will go ju- just fine. The Commandant will go easy on you, I'm sure. It'll, it'll be the matter of a moment. All right, but just do not charge me on some basis of me being a lord when I've explained through a flawless analogy that I am not a lord. Explain your situation to the Commandant. Very well. And I'm sure he will see reason. All right, following you. And you leave with... The seven Jovian intelligence officers in tow, and you were the last to join up with the rest of the crew. Hello. Sorry for the delay. This little tart was trying to rake me over the coals, and I wouldn't let him. <laughs> Jules Carcanet in, uh, introduces themselves to you all. Jules Carcanet of House Carcanet of Jupiter. I would like to say it's a pleasure to meet you, but considering the situation is not so favorable. Why is this one still in their suit? I respiratory have respiratory issue. issues. It's true, sir. The small one says they have breathing problem. Seems like spacer disease. I do not want to deal with that. We'll let my father, the Commandant, deal with that. Hmm. Jovian nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shiel, Wilhelm, uh, please see our guests to, uh, to the Commandant's office. And then we do a nice little clock wipe. <laughs> and we have that 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 lovely scene from every science fiction movie where the where the protagonists get captured by the enemy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Motherfucker. Where you're in a small featureless room with very harsh lighting. Uh-huh. Sitting across the table from a, an older gentleman in Jovian uh dress uniform. Are we being separated or are, is yes, it like the three of us? Yes, you are each individually being uh brought in one at a time. Ah, shit. Okay. It's that, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're trying to, 
They're trying to separate us to get one of us to talk. Don't say shit! We haven't done anything. <laughs> like, Scarlet, we'll, we'll, we'll do you first. Uh... So this I know the, my rights! <laughs> Lord Carcanet. I know my rights! Lord Carcanet, he like checks his antiquated wristwatch, undoes it from his wrist, and sets it down on the table. Oh, this is gonna get... S- oh. Records show that you previously worked with a different freelancing corporation. Is that the case? Yeah, maybe. Quite the adept with technology, Scarlet. Do you have a surname? I don't think that's any of your business. I don't think you're in a position to tell me what my business is. Well, maybe I want to keep that a secret because that's my because that's my own personal things. Mr. Scarlet, I don't need to share that. There are no secrets in the Jovian Luna Commonwealth, especially from outsiders. Pretty sure there are secrets between the Jovians, but um, sure. Let, let's go with that. Why are you carrying forty Martian nationals? On your vessel? Because we're going on a road trip. <laughs> to where? You didn't intend to take them to Miranda. Eh, seems like a nice little place. And then we will cut from that <laughs> to Beatty f- mm-hmm. on the further line of questioning. So if not Miranda, where, Beatty? Our desire was to remove them from conflict and take them to what I would like to consider a neutral zone, the Freeholds. Hmm, quite honorable of you. It was simply the right thing to do at the time. We would not be able to live with ourselves had we simply left the people to die. Very strange, a freelancer with honor. You would be surprised. I was going to say the same, particularly about you, friend. In what way? Something I can't place, but I'm sure with time I'll have it figured out. Were you expecting any sort of reward for delivering the Sidonian? Not necessarily expecting, but we definitely would not have turned one down. Why Miranda? I'm afraid that was entirely chance. Things do not often end up here by chance, my friend. I am afraid I am not enough of a physicist to give you the reasoning why we ended up here. I can only speak to the results. And now to Otto. <laughs> Fuck. Otto, he's brought he's brought you a glass of water. All right. Thanks. Cheers. Well, well, my boy, not very often we get foreign gentry around here. It's not exactly smiled upon by our great Lord Kennet. Well, I'm not a gentry, so you need to worry about that. I'm sure we can update that information. This won't be as much of an issue if it happens again. But you've landed yourself in quite a situation. Have I? Is there anything I can do to alleviate the uh, situation? I'd like to leave. I've no problem. If you want me gone, it's not an issue. As far as I'm concerned, you're the one that's keeping me here. This is just a matter of uh, bureaucracy. You understand. Not really, but bureaucracy is at many times, you know, beyond the realms of understanding. So I do submit to it. Miranda's a particularly special case, my boy. Uh, you wouldn't have gotten this treatment on a place like Triton or on Ganymede, uh, but there are some very important things happening here that people like you aren't meant to see. I'm sure you've heard the rumors. No, yeah, what rumors? Mountains of scuttlebutt get around the, uh, the old solar union. I tend to not really pay much attention to that. I'm more mindful of my experiments. 
Secret military programs, like, not all necessarily true. Mm. But between you and I, some of it is true. <laughs> not so great at confidential shit, huh? Well, these, these are like these are these are like country club buddies. That's just some good cop, bad cop bullshit. Do you have asper- Do you have aspirations for military conflict? Well, Commonwealth is always ready, as is our want, as is the want of uh, House Kennet. We are beset on all sides by enemies. Yes, well, when you tend to stock, when you stockpile weapons, does enemies do tend to crop up around you? But I'm glad to know that I don't have you to count among those enemies, do I, Otto? No, you don't. But I would prefer you to just let me leave. If you if you keep me here, then I'm going to get very agitated, and I will not be an enemy per se, but I will be a thorn in your side. I will not be happy. So please let me go home. Let me go back to my experiments. Let us get the refugees back where they want to go. Or, you know, refugee, to a new place, refugees, you know, being the operative term. Oh, they, they certainly can't stay here. Oh, uh, I know, but, you know, they also can't stay on my ship, so let us go to a different planet. Um, well, uh, Mr. von Furstenberg, Otto, if I may, my young friend, now that you are a traveler of the world and not uh, beholden to your status... Of course I will let you go, you are a free man among the stars, but I will say, to your point, it is difficult, and one might say dangerous, to be a thorn in the side of an elephant. Hmm, well, I disagree, because elephants do not have the opposable thumbs by which to remove the thorn. So I would I would say an elephant would be preferable to a uh, human, or I guess humans are the only ones with opposable thumbs. <laughs> Autobahn Furstenberg... King of metaphors. That'll be all then, Otto. Safe travels. It too, Brute. <laughs> and and they let all of you go with your various depositions. Uh, some harder to parse. I'm making very pointed eye contact with Leon. <laughs> Scarlet is just an obstinate motherfucker. I some bet. mostly just the straight facts from BD and some rife with metaphor and oddly pleasant. <laughs> I'd be more shocked if you were making eye contact with one of us through the, the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned the camera on. Yeah. He sees you ah! when you're sleeping. <laughs> but uh, they eventually let all of you back onto the ship and let all of the Sidonians back on. A not, little... not before we take like a mop to everything. <laughs> right. A little more shaken. A little still, still hanging on to that lingering uh, warp sickness, that jump sickness which the, the immediate effects of jump sickness last minutes the condition itself it's like jet lag it stays with you for a while mm. and we get to go back on a cramp damn ship mm-hmm. yep wow that's gonna be fun but now that you've all been rearranged in an orderly fashion by the jovian military <laughs> people are a little easier to get around because they just don't want to be hassled anymore yeah you know, that's understandable. But uh, you are released from captivity and allowed to go back along your way as long as you do not stay in in uh, Mirandan space. Oh, hell no. Yeah, we're getting the fuck out of here. All right, so you jump again, do you? I would love to. Bollocks. All right, this will be the last jump before you hit the freeholds. Okay. Because you made it all the way out to Miranda. Yeah, we skipped a planet. Yeah, so now you just need to get past uh, Neptune. Mm-hmm. And you'll be free and clear out on in Sharon. Yeah. 
So everybody make me another cramped quarters roll. I um I would like to use my my navigation thing for the planning a long voyage. Can I do all that? Because right. we kind of reset here. Yes, yes, you can. That was my plan all along. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and use my plus two again since I've been rolling exclusively sevens. <laughs> you gotta get that edge. You gotta get it. Oh. Let me not drop my die first. Ooh. I don't know why, but imagining the rest of this uh, trip, we're just listening to like a. I don't know if anyone remembers that one Shaggy song from uh, Disney's Holes. <laughs> no one remembers Shaggy's yeah. song from Holes. Yes, I do. The one yeah. with they had features on. Like yeah, all keep. The yeah, keeping it real. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> um, There's a little trivia for you, folks yeah. at home. Um, I miraculously rolled a nine, and I get to add two, so I get eleven. Nice. That's a perfect 10 plus. I'm Woot, a pleasant woot. person to travel with. <laughs> so who who are you in cramped quarters with, BD? Um, you can pick Ambrose again, or you can pick anyone I from the crew. I think I should pick someone else. Uh, uh, you know who might be might be good? Uh, Fiasco, the your chief engineer. Oh fuck yeah, sure. Let's 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 talk to Fiasco, who has like the best name. <laughs> the cramped quarters with Fiasco. You spend while Fiasco is trying to fix. Your anchor. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you. You busted up the hell out of this thing, Vidi. I am well aware. It was not my intentions. You came back onto the ship carrying the damn thing's arm. It was better than leaving it behind. <laughs> that goes without saying. <sighs> but this this should take me a few a few more days to fix. Uh, but I, I would not mind the help if you would be so kind. Oh, I would be very pleased to assist. It is a great favor you're doing for me fixing it in the first place. And and to describe Fiasco in a little more detail, she is a, a very tall woman with a beehive hairdo and a cyber arm that looks more like a small forklift. Oh, wife material. Oh, yeah, that is definitely... Uh, <laughs> That's the love of my life right like there, it's actually. Like, like it's an older model of cyber arm that was made yeah. for a very utilitarian purpose. It was made specifically yeah. for the the like lifting of things. Mm-hmm. It's like, like a small personal forklift arm, not like a big yeah. fuck-off forklift arm. You made it's a, my you wife. Made like, yeah, you made wife material right there. That's a... That's a marriage. So she's uh-huh. just like smoking a cigarette with one hand and you and her are lifting and soldering and replacing the the uh, actuators and the resistors and the connections to your broken arm, which I believe was the gun arm, wasn't it? Yes. It, it wasn't I also, the my, my boosters were also fucked up. Right. And your boosters got, yeah. So, so you it's, guys it's are definitely doing a some, project. some high wire work. And uh, you do, you spend the remainder of this trip fixing up your anchor with Fiasco. Mm-hmm. And having actually kind of a nice time because yeah. you are oddly pleasant to be around. I'm a very pleasant person. I don't have those and silly human foibles. You're, you're a very pleasant and calming presence compared to the Jovian Brass. Yeah. Who you can tell Fiasco did not like. Oh, I mean... I would doubt if anyone liked them very much. <laughs> Jovians fucking suck. Coming from someone who spent the entire first year of their existence 
around Jovian military, they fucking suck. Um, all right. Well, there you have your your uh, cramped quarters roll. Very well done. Uh, let's have Scarlet. Oh, I rolled a 10. You rolled a 10? Uh, who yeah. are you spending your cramped quarters with? I could spend it with Cherry again, but I feel like... I feel like we've already got a good relationship going. It's starting somewhere. And she's not feeling very well after that uh, jump. I know. I'm debating. I should check on her, but I also want to check on Tower. Oh, that'll be cool. The guy who almost decked you because you pointed a gun in th- near his child? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just kind of like, I want to check on them, but I also want to check on Cherry. I can come back to Cherry. She stays on yeah. the ship. I'm going to go to yeah. Tower. You All live right. with her. I live with her. So during the next uh, day or two, day and a half, uh, you spend some time uh, checking in on Tower Linwood and his family. I get to learn more about uh, life. And you find out uh, Tower is actually married to, uh, her name is uh, Tessia Pat. She is the mother of the Pat triplets. Yeah. Little fuckers. So you spend time Fremmy. with- Fremmy. Fremmy is one of them. I know. I got to hang with Fremmy. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I knew Bonus this was a great decision. <laughs> so yeah, you get to you and uh, Tower, Tessia, Benjo, Jesse, and Fremmy. Uh, what are you? What? Are, how are you? Are you just like make, like giving them food from the commissary and like hanging around them and playing with the kids? Yeah, pretty much. You're you're really making amends for the whole debacle at the beginning of the trip. Listen, this is the one time Scarlet is genuinely happy. Oh. Not fucking up, being friends, hanging out with Fremmy. Did Scarlet have a family previously? No. Oh, that's so sad. So you have he was a, a ch- he was a child soldier and slash yeah. worker. We so on that iron blooded orphans ish. He never had knew his parents. So you actually get to have a few days as like a member of a family unit with Tower and Tessia and the triplets. Yeah, it's and nice. With that 10 plus, you can tell by the end of it, they, they've kind of adopted you in a weird way. Oh. 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 Like, you, you start off the trip <laughs> looking out for them. I'm tearing up over here. Holy shit. You start this leg of the trip looking out Fuck. for them. And by the end, they are, like, looking out for you as well. Oh, my God. And, like, Benjo and Fremmy are, like mere steps behind you almost wherever you go for the rest of the trip oh my god jesse's the older kid he doesn't he's he's in that stage you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna teach jesse how to hack <laughs> Wait, you do that you, you teach jesse? jesse pat how to hack. i teach jesse how to how to hack like that's mm-hmm. the only way i could get on level so you you've ingratiated yourself to tower and the pats i love this this is some good growth that's a that's you got really a whole good. family. You got a whole family. It's great. You, got a, you, get, you get a 10 plus, you get a family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't get a family. I just got a waifu. <laughs> you got a wife. Hey, 10 plus, you got a waifu. That's good. Mm-hmm. Otto. Yes. Uh, who are you spending your cramped quarters with? Ooh, I don't know. Um, you could uh, try to make amends with Elador. Yeah, why not? But what if you fuck up the role? <laughs> He's gonna fucking hate you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sending good vibes to Liam at the mo. Yeah, El- yeah. Let's, let's do Elador. Why not? Yes. Okay. So one. D- uh, oh, <laughs> bollocks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a professional re- Yahtzee player, Liam Higgins. Everybody. I rolled a one and a five. That That's makes a six. And then, do I add anything to that? Nope. 
No. Does anybody want to help? Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> Yo, please. I would love to grease the wheels here. So I what do I need to do? I can't row this fucking season at all. Get it's, involved. I'm trying to... No, I roll. I just can't roll. I can't, I can't make the numbers fall. Okay. Yeah, I'll take a cost. I had a good time. It's fine. All right, so you want to help... You want to help uh, Otto make amends with Elador Stoyer. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, to get involved, uh, you affect the result. How do you affect the result? I'll just come in and socially grease the wheels, you know? Just, like, <laughs> point out something they have in common and that makes life better or something, you know? Uh, mm, is that going to be with influence? Does that feels like influence. Does it have to be a stat? It, I guess. Yeah, get involved is plus a stat. And uh, you are using uh, charm? Big money, no whammies. I don't have that. <laughs> Hold on. That that was sliding off my paper. Let me try again. So yeah, this roll sucks. plus I miss my your box. influence to try to help, uh, help out your friend. Woo! That was good, actually. <laughs> that was a 10, but I take a minus one to influence. So that's a nine. 79, uh, as above, but you incur a cost, complication, or a hard choice in order to get involved. Um, Elador can just not like me, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, you turn this partial, you turn this failure into a partial success, but it takes time away from your uh, fixing of the Delta Proxima. Oh. Uh. So I will say the Delta Proxima is... Uh, the thing, everything is online, but it is a little, sh- a little more shaky than it should be. So if something, <laughs> you want to say a little more shitty? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the Delta Proxima is the high, is a very high tier asset. Don't you even dare. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But this is just to say that if something goes wrong in the future, like if you roll a failure on a future roll with the Delta Proxima. I will have a good sort of narrative basis to say what went wrong. Yeah, you can wreck some shop. So maybe the wiring isn't as good as it should be. Yeah. So the, the their gun arm is maybe a little faultier than it ought to be. Or the connection just isn't as strong as it once was. Right. So maybe in, in future, if you roll badly, something might happen with the Delta. Mm. But you do turn uh, Otto's failure into a success, a partial success. We all have a good time. <laughs> uh, on a partial we success, uh, Otto, uh, reveal or discover the answer to uh, a question about an aspect of yourself or your. P- Ooh, no, sorry. Let me let me let me rephrase that. Otto, do you do you like track down Elador to try to make amends, or are you waiting for him to show up? I'll wait for him to show up. Okay. He's a hermit. <laughs> he spends be... too much time. On his I'm life. not. I'm not desperate to win him back, but I wouldn't mind it. And it, it's been a few days and one military incursion since you last saw one another. And he does sort of reappear uh, sheepishly at your door. And uh, BD, BD, you see him making the beeline there and you make the intercept to try to assist Otto. To grease the wheels. In what <laughs> might end up being a bad social situation based on his last interaction. And you point out that they do have things in common. Uh, Elidor has brought you some books he thought you might like, Otto. Oh, thank you. Hello, Elidor. H- how have you been? I, th- that jump was nasty. Yes, it was pretty bad, although um, the one before was bad too, so, you know, it, it, it tempers itself out. You are right. You're not still... It's not... Are you okay? Elidor, um, I'm sorry. I've been a little um, sort of out of sorts. 
recently and any uh, misgivings I may have, you know, you may have uh, picked up from me, I'm, I'm very sorry. And I don't wish to move forward with disharmony. I do wish to move forward with harmony, yes. For that is the opposite of disharmony. Talking about uh, your past, Otto, what about an aspect of yourself or your past do you reveal or discover in this sort of capitulation? I used to have an anger issue. It was very bad when I was a child. I did not know how to control it, and it led me to believe that I would be as bad or worse a man than anyone in my family, because there... Their cruelty was more calculated, whereas mine wasn't. And I had to learn how to hold myself in. And so now I do get frustrated on occasion, but most of the time I've developed a strong enough armor and a decent enough detector to know when it is worth getting mad about. But I have erred time and time again, as I did recently with regards to you. So once again, I'm very sorry. Wow. That was pretty introspective. Thank you. Cheers. Did did you previously know this about yourself, or is this a discovery you've made? I knew it, but I sort of had buried it when I reached adulthood. I knew that I had sort of suppressed it for a while, you know, as an adult. And when you suppress things as an adult, you, you start to tell yourself that this is no longer a problem, when of course it will always be there. And, like, being alone for so long, it hasn't really come up. Yes, of course, because you can beat yourself up, and then, you know, you're just, you know, you're none the wiser. You're stuck with you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's no point getting mad at yourself. Right. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cheers. You learned a lot about Otto. Yeah, peeling back the layers. Nice. Onions have layers. Onion of a man. (laughs) Yeah. And that last roll will bring us... To the end of your journey, you leave your last boot drive jump out into the like debris-laden asteroid field that once was the planet Pluto. <laughs> well, the mess that was Pluto. And these like habitat satellites, these seven habitat satellites that surround the remains of the former dwarf planet. Which I I would kind of describe like like the sides from uh from Gundam, hmm. they're uh, what do you call them? Uh, what what is the kind of satellite that they are? An O'Neill colony. Yeah, like self-contained. Yeah, an O'Neill cylinder. If you want to uh, look that up, mm-hmm. that is sort For of the listeners the, at home. Yeah, it's just seven of those surrounding uh, the remains of Pluto. And so, so imagine you took like a city or two cities. Say you took New York City and Los Angeles, stuck them together at one end, and then rolled them up into like a cone, or Hor- into like horrifying. a tube. Like a ship, put them in a bottle, like a yeah. ship in a bottle. Like two cities in a bottle. And then you sort of surrounded that with a support structure with like docks and uh, smaller amenities for travelers and people like rotating in and out. And you have uh, the Sharon Freeholds. Um, what's the environment like? Like, what cities would you compare them to? What's the, what's the vibe? What's the vibe, man? It really it depends on the satellite, but they they're all pretty uh, metropolitan. Mm-hmm. Although uh, having to uh, 
subsist by themselves after being abandoned. They have switched to like a mild amount of agrarian culture. Mm-hmm. So like if you were standing inside, you might like look up and see like a field on an adjacent uh, like plane. Yeah. And like uh, harvesting drones uh, working those fields. So they're less like New York, more Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is harsh. That's what you're describing. It's more like Chicago. But it's run more run down, so it's Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Cleveland Town, everyone. Under there's not a there's not a flaming river here. You sure about that? The river doesn't yes. catch on fire. Well, there's a river through Chicago too. Don't no river. Yeah, it's maybe. not on fire. Oh, that's true. It used to be. <laughs> it got better over the last few Back years. Back in my day. But uh, you are directed to dock at one of the little like spindle facilities that has, has uh, elevators down into the cylinder proper. And as you are coming into dock, uh, the, the person working on the comms for the dock mm-hmm. uh, asks you what your business is. Ambrose stands from his seat, staring out over the expanse of the Sidonian colonies. I want to speak to the Dockmaster of Cheron Alpha. I want to speak to Linwood Barrett. There's a moment of quiet as your ship slips toward the docks.
thank you for listening to Play By Podcast. Uh, I'm Michael, the GM. You can find me online at a real writer on Twitter. You can find uh, tweets about the show and the show's Twitter at Play By Podcast on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. You can follow Abnormal Mapping, our parent network. Yeah. Love you guys. Uh, yeah, listen to listen to their shows too. Listen to their shows. Give them more money. You should listen to shows like the Amory Score, Repertory Screenings. You should listen to. You should pay them a dollar or mm-hmm. more so you can listen to the Great Gundam Project. You should listen to seasons of your movies because I want. It. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. If you Grace like, and Emma if you are like about to sh- watch Grave of the Fucking Fireflies, <laughs> our sister, our sister podcast. Uh huh. Uh, um, seasons, a year of movies, mm-hmm. whom we love, whom we love and cherish. Shouts out to the Abnormal Mapping Network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Leon, where can they find you, and what do you have? Uh, you can find me at at, uh, at Slapcats. Uh, that's cat with the K, and then it ends with the Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mostly just posting art or random stupid shit. We're talking a lot about all elite wrestling. We're talking mm-hmm. about all elite wrestling. That's become the new thing. Yeah, the new thing, <laughs> the newest thing. We on that new shit. Uh, Max. Um, I can be found on Twitter if you're really desperate. Um, at underscore not my division underscore. <laughs> Only uh, the most name, desperate on the Twitterverse. Current current name is. Dynamax Cool Jazz <laughs> hashtag twenty funny. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh-huh. Um, it never gets old. It's mostly just shit posting and promoing my friends shit. Hey, we are those friends. Uh huh. Who shit you? Who shit you are hawking? Uh huh. Anyways, look at the good shit. And Liam. My boy? Yeah, I'm on a Twitter at Liam Higgins97. I also... Uh, someday. Someday we will get you to change that back. Well, we'll you know get what? Back there. Let's let me fail at my career first, and then we'll change now, it back. Oh, you like, listen here. Listen, Dude, I'm, I need I'm to not, do... But if, you, if, everyone, if everyone still wants a fun little taste of the old username, they can hop over and add me on PlayStation <laughs> Plus, all right? They can add yeah, me on the also, PlayStation Also, hit network. all of us up on Letterboxd, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're all in there. I thought you said hit me up on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me up on Disney I'm Plus. Not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a cop. Hey. I'm not a we'll member of the Mandalorian local law enforcement. Um, no, I'm not y'all, a cop. I'm y'all not want a cop. my Switch ID? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Um, so yeah, hit I'm us on, up on Letterbox. We're all friends. Yeah, I'm, uh, I just use my account is just my Liam Higgins on Letterbox. So I'm Max Overdrive. Someday been I a, will use Letterboxed. Been a very good Same. year for movies. I recently watched Portrait of a Lady mm-hmm. on Fire. Very much enjoyed myself. I have such a long list. <laughs> I'm literally looking at Letterboxd and seeing that you just watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I get, what, what rating did I give it? You gave I really it should start using uh, four and a half stars. Damn right, almost gave it five. It was very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Liam! Get that coveted well, fifth should, star. I wait till after, Stack but I finally right. watched Howsu. Oh my god, how good is it? It's really good. It's god incredible. Damn, god bless. My favorite. Uh, last recommendation: Watch Howsu. Watch Howsu. Be prepared for a weird fucking film. I got, watch Howsu. I got it. <laughs> Listen to those seasons of your movies and watch Howsu. For the listeners, mm-hmm. that's my oh favorite. My god. It's my it's my favorite movie of all time. It's uh, incredible. It's moving. It's gorgeous. And then it's joyful. Uh, eat hot chip and lie. Eat hot yeah. chip and lie. Charge your phone. Speaking of Howsu, I got a house T-shirt for Christmas. It's like oh, orange. Dance. It's got that poster on it. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a cool shirt. It's from the Criterion website. Anyway, this has been not Seasons a Year of Movies. Yeah, no.
I would, I would be down to do a movie thing sometime, but we also don't want to cannibalize a <laughs> special episode someday. Yeah. We just, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. We should yes. do a collab with Grace and Emma. That would be fun. Uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.